podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest Anfield Index Under Pressure podcast. Uh, my name's Dan Kennett, and with me to discuss a win, an actual win, a derby win, always good, um, very satisfactory. Um, I have, I don't have Rosie this week. Uh, he is looking after his poorly uh, little one. Um, there may be projectile vomiting involved, so best of luck, Rosie. Um, but I do have the dynamic sports science duo, um, and first of all, broadcasting live from his ivory tower, it's it's Dr. Phil Barter. How are we doing? You all right? <laughs> yeah, very good, mate. Um, so you were in, you 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 were just saying to me um, pre mics there that um, yeah, you wondered what, you watched the game subsequent to everybody else, and you were wondering what all the fuss was about. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You know, we because it's it's sort of you see it coming through, and it's like, oh, this would be a game to watch. And then when you get around to watching it, because I was after work that night, and I've already done the videos, I was like, ah. Oh. This is not as good as people were talking about. <laughs> and I think that's a very good sanity check on, on, on any possible exuberance. So, mm. But anyway, we are a stat show. We're not an exuberance show. Although we have Mr. Exuberance himself, Simon Brundish. Evening, Si. Evening, boys. Um, <laughs> You're expecting me to say something, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, what's he saying? It's fun sticking it to Everton. That's, what, that's the great stuff about this. Uh, I would say, okay, Mr. Exuberance, you are the hardest working man in sports science, Mr. Simon Rundish. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's talk about, Sai, before we just go straight into it, let's talk about that Liverpool selection and um, and game plan. Um, there was a, well, a, a relatively significant rotation. Was it rotation or was it, it pretty much what you, what you predicted in its essence rather than necessarily selection um, in that uh, we will go for height. And uh, as far as I can see, this is the tallest team we've ever fielded. Um, that, and I, I think that was the underpinning quality. He just picked the biggest, biggest lads in each position on the pitch that you could get away with picking uh, Sanz Gomez for uh, Nat Phillips, yeah. thankfully. Um <laughs> yeah, uh, like that. I think that was it. And the idea was to stack the midfield, keep it as compact as possible, let Henderson go and press like a motherfucker and uh, and keep the other two tight to close the door. Basically, revert to the type of fab screening the back four from the long balls that they were expecting, I imagine, which actually didn't ever manifest but um but it's it, it seems smart and and give give that front three a, an opportunity to get a a bit of a run of games together so it's the second game in a row that they've uh, that they've started uh and and see see what they can figure out they flip positions i, I like this way around it's all good um it, it was the fourth game ever matt 
You're talking about Gakpo and Nunes. Gomez and have played together. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, stats go fourth game ever that that Gomez and and Matip have played together, which is remarkable given that they've been at the club for seven years. Fourth game? Yeah. Started, sorry. Fourth game they've ever started together yet. Yeah. At centre-back. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, they've played six together when Gomez was playing at, at right, right back. back. Yeah, um, but mental, eh? That just shows it. Yeah, really shows I'd have how much Virgil plays, and then and how quickly the catastrophe happened once Virgil got injured. I suppose also Joe's been out for what two seasons injured. Matty's been out for half a season injured. Yeah, after Virgil yeah, no, got injured. I'm just saying before that as well. Joe's been injured, been Matty was a club. But that was pre-Virgil anyway, his, his yeah, big injury before that. It's mad. Yeah, it's mad. Four, four stars. Yeah, yeah. that four. is crazy. Um, and Bart, uh, let's talk about Everton. Um, second game for... Um, Daesh. Daesh, yeah. Um, one big change from the Arsenal game was no Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Was he, uh, was he injured? I never actually figured out what was wrong with Calvert-Lewin. I- from the comms I saw in the highlights and some other, it seems like, yeah, he broke down. Yeah. Uh, so he was injured. And they brought in um, <clears throat> a Sims up front, who I've never heard of. Apologies yeah. to Everton fans, but I've never heard of him. Um, c- considering they could have gone with... Um, uh, the guy they brought on. Yeah, and but also the other fellow they... Demari Bright- Gray. Demari Gray, yeah, yeah, Gray. And the fellow they signed from Brighton last summer. Or um, Malpe. Malpe. Yeah, Malpe, yeah, as yeah. well. Um, and they go with um, a teenage lad. And I'm going to be frank, um, he doesn't he doesn't look ready to play in the Premier League. Alison. No, I, I, I'm i going to go with the fact that he's tall. Yes, bulky, so, big. So he's bulky, big, and that kind of suits maybe what Dyche was going for, maybe. Yeah. Whereas the other two lads, I don't cut it from my recollection, I haven't seen him play for a while, <laughs> are not that. Um, but it didn't. It didn't pay off. The rest of the line, as far as I can make out, was pretty much the same as the Arsenal game. Yeah, uh, same back four, same same sort of tactics. I, I thought until we, I will come on to you. Until we went two and up, they had to change a little bit. But up to that point, they were very much a dice side. I thought. Yeah, um, I think. I think if we were the Everton equivalent of under pressure, I think we'd probably be talking quite a lot about Ellis Sims, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, it was, I, it was, yeah. Pretty decisive. Pretty decisive moment, yeah. I, I thought, it, it, was I surprised? This, no, I was no, not surprised in the way that Evan approached this game. I really didn't. Uh, and I thought the referee helped them in that, as we'll probably come into as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm I, I not sure it, what you expect from a dot. It's very much, you know, deep, deep defending, low block, mid, mid to low block, and then try and um, play out, no, not quite channel balls, but... In, in in some essence, in the first half, they were trying to get this uh, the young kid in Sims involved, and he wasn't, and he was bouncing back. But second half, they tried something different, but they had to because they were 2 0 down within a few minutes. So, yeah, and they were trying to win in both boxes, uh, which is a dice trademark, isn't it? You know, he had the height in both boxes, and he was trying to where they could. I think you saw it a bit in our fullback positions. I thought that they, rather than put the ball in, they deliberately play for the corner and load the box up to go for a set piece. So, uh, but that's dice tactics. Um, one question, Sai, uh, on the on the height thing. Uh, you said it was the tallest team we've had out this season, potentially one of the tallest ever, maybe. Um, 
Did you have it's, much? It's conf- definitely the tallest under Klopp, and yeah. I don't have. I, I don't have. A, a, I, I I tried to collate a table. I've gone back to 2012. Well, even with Virgil playing, who's six four. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, but did you well, have much Gap, confidence? Gap and Darwin are huge. Yeah, yeah. But did you have much confidence in the ability of that that height? Team no. to to actually no, stand up to Deitch Ball pretty much because I I was I was thinking well let's rank the headers on both teams and who's physical and let's put all the, and I would say like five of the top six positions would have been Everton players <laughs> and yeah because yeah, some yeah. of our players have got height but they don't really that physical or that 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 aggressive in the air right we well, you, you look yeah at most aggressive right fifty seven percent on an aerial jewels yeah mm. which is actually our highest of the season. I mean, yeah. Joe's got 28 points. Which is mental. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I think, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't have any confidence at all. I think uh, a gap goes recorded zero for aerial ability. He didn't compete and didn't register any competing with any of them. Yeah. Darwin's got 100%, but, you know, fair enough. I, I, I have I have a delightful Darwin moment we'll get to in a bit. Oh, I look forward to it. I think on a plus side to that, though, all three starting known. Um actually scratched that. No, I've just read the wrong line. Ignore me. I was going to say the midfield had a good good aerial drill win rate, but it was just Batich. What was Batich? 100%. All right. How about, what was he, one from one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he turned into Statman Dave there. That's one yeah. thing he always does. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Who had the most fun on our team? Gomez, it was eight. Uh, he was Gomez was three out of eight aerially. Uh, Abacetich was two from two, uh, Matic one from two, Nunes two from two, and then for being really, I've got I've got Matic as two from five. I've got Matic at fifty percent. Yeah, I was looking at fantasy football scam. Uh, okay, mine was from uh, FB ref. Yeah, it's all up to them. All up to them. It's all up to. So, yeah. but it's different. Like there's differences between football and FB ref as well. Oh, yes, yeah, we're the same Christ source. Like. Well, that's just, not really going to help anybody. No, nah, but it's when they sample it, isn't it? It's when they bring yeah. it in. And, and I don't think football do any post-game adjustments. Oh, well, yeah, how often they uh, refresh yeah. the, uh, the feed. Exactly. Um, Rhodes is not here, but I do have his match summary very nicely. Um, so I'll just run through that quickly. So um, uh, the XG actually reflected the scoreline. Could you believe it? Um, we've been an even XG team. We've talked about it so many times this season already, uh, you know, a coin flip, but this was a dominant performance on the XG. 2.3 for us across the models, 0.4 for Everton. So a 2-0 victory, completely fair in that respect. Uh, 15 shots to six, 11 shots in the box to four, six shots on target to one, uh, three big chances to one, another huge story on the season. Um We've only con- we've only conceded zero big chances in a match twice this season um, on Rosie's on Rosie's collection, and th- this is only the third time we've conceded one big chance in a match all season. Um, so that's that, that is that is something. Uh, three for us. Uh, Twenty three penalty box touches to eleven. Everton got three defensive errors. That's going to kill them. Uh, Liverpool got one. I'm not quite sure who who who's, who's our uh, Matt, Matip. Matip. For- I swear it was Matip for a shot. Um, is it a mid- right at the beginning of the game. Right at the beginning of the game. Right. <clears throat> when the ball... But, uh, oh, yeah, uh, when he, he missed his kick. Yeah. 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 yeah Which yeah. is weird because they sometimes attribute them and sometimes don't. Mm. Luckily, um, it's to Sims, I think, so. Yeah. And then the non-shot XG, really low for both teams. Liverpool, just 0.9 non-shot XG. That's really low. And Everton, 0.6. Um, so, yeah. Um, 
Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. So, yeah, there's a match summary. Thank you, Bozzi, for that. Um, so let's start that the opening section of the game, um, Si. Um, <laughs> it was nothing much happened for a long time, apart from quite a bit of running and quite a bit of, you know, combat, combat combativity, is that word? Um, a bit of fighting, you know, it, it, was a, it was a relatively physical game, but not much actually happened. How did, you know, what was your reading of the um the approach to the teams to to try and you know work the way into the game and the general patterns of play. Well, they set up with a mid block. They had no interest in uh, dealing with our, our uh, defense at all. Uh, there was no pressure, and uh, they were they were hoping to uh, block the pa- the outlet pass into midfield. And we had no plans on playing through midfield at all. Um, one of the upsides of Tiago or what or. Upsides. It turned out that way. One of the consequences of no Tiago, we we actually just played the ball like down the sides really quickly. As soon as as soon as we got the ball, uh, either fullback just pinged it long, um, and then chased, and we were already compact and set to to recover a counter press if if possible. Um, so Everton kind of set up in a way that suited us perfectly because they didn't go low block. They went mid block to, to um, theoretically counter on the, on the um, dodgy passes through our midfield yep. and they never came. And so they allowed a little bit of uh, space in behind, which is exactly what we wanted. Um, it was terrible, terrible setup from uh, Everton. And uh, it, it was, it was totally anti Deitch ball. They had 7% long ball rate. What is that? That's like Man City. Yeah, usually when when Dice was Burnley, it would be like 29, 31, 33% long ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, regularly against us, the average for the first three seasons was 26.6. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually went down a little bit as yeah. we started battering them. Yeah. Uh, I was, so, yeah, I was, was really remarkable. surprised that they, they, they weren't going so... Di- I, I, they weren't going direct at all. I, I was really surprised. Um, the that kid up front, the garbage kid. He uh, he received. He was targeted eighteen with eighteen passes. Uh, it was uh, Pickford and the two fullbacks basically, and they were they were just launching it to him and see what happened. But we were smart enough to to do that thing we complained about for a couple of weeks, where um, there was no screen in front of Matip and Fab was there screening for the whole time, and we also had um, just. I, 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 I feel like it's rather than um, instructed, it's just the innate um, experience of Bajatic to his defence retain possession first. So he, he's already like sniffing out a second ball because he's a defender. He's got a defensive mindset um, with vision. But his, his first thought is, 
can I get the ball back? And it, it just helps us out nicely. Absolutely. And i tell you what, one thing I did think was apparent in the game plans right from the very first moments of the game was Joel Matip carrying the ball. Long, this, this is this was classic Joel Matip, but that we've seen when Liverpool are our very best side. We've always talked to him, uh, him as almost kind of Alan, like an Alan, Alan Hansen type figure, yeah. bringing the ball out from back way way into the Everton opposition half, committing players and bringing an extra man in midfield. He, well, he does it anyway. Even if if they're pressured, he still if he's under pressure, he'll still do it. But they literally didn't create any pressure. They just backed off and allowed him twenty yards in front of him. Uh, of space so he just went okay take it and you can see him repeatedly I think there were four times in the first 15 minutes where he is he is carrying the ball forward at the same time he's doing that thing with his arms where he's where he's waving players on around him to go and give him an option further forward don't stand around here just run up the fit up the pitch and give me an option yeah it was very very comfortable it was one of the more comfortable derbies I ever remember and it's just not what you'd expect from uh, Deitch yeah, and as you would expect, um, now we do have carries again on FB Ref. Hallelujah. Uh, Joel Matip, uh, easily top for this match with progressive distance and his second highest this season, 356 metres of progressive distance. Not just total distance forward, but progressive distance. Uh, and that's so um, when you look at how many actually uh, carries he actually has, um, and progressive carries he has that 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 tells you something because you know he would often do I would say sites let's say he was doing 40 50 meters of carrying in in, in one in any one stint when he was doing yeah that. but and progressive has to be it has to end up in, in the opposition's half and yes. it has to it has to be at least 10 meters towards the goal in the opposition's half for it to be registered as a as a progressive carry yeah and most of the time, he was picking it up like uh, middle of the middle of our half, sprinting th- into the middle of their half before he got uh, basically anybody decided to engage. Yeah, uh, and bots um, that opening period of the match. What did you, you know? What did your um, your passing networks and EPV tell you about our setup in that uh, in that first half? That's it. I was, I was just going to come around about it really because just to back up size point of Pickford to Sims, he's got he's got a connection line of twelve, <laughs> which is more than any other player apart from Cody to McNeil, right? Um, and the other interesting thing about the Sims is I I plot the successful duels around on top of that, so they had eight successful duels around Sims's area, which is the highest of any any player on there. So it's whether they were going along and then trying to win the ball off of whatever he was not doing, if you know what I mean, for the limited time it went up there. But yeah, it just just to reinforce that this, they were trying to play into Sims and it didn't come off. Um, but yeah, in terms of the past networks from our point of view, uh, up to you know, first half, didn't you? Um, for me, a lot better. The connections are between the players in the way that we're used to seeing a Liverpool pass went network. Yes, we've moved to more, I think we've got used to more of a box shape in the midfield. Uh, and that's evident again uh, with Cody dropping in and, and forming that with Henderson and you've got Fab and uh, Batacic next to each other. Uh, Sano and Nunes have got a connection in the first half, which is deep, you know, the, which is good. Uh, the only players uh, offensively that haven't got a plus four connection is uh, Cody and Salah. But um, you've also got that weird uh, pep triangle thing on the right going on. Um, but the highest uh, XP or XT, sorry, OPV is Trent, which is not surprising because I thought that he was he was a bit like Sai said he was 
tasked with get the ball to go long and he was also chasing it. He was involved. Yeah, I thought thought the the times where Robbo and Trent were high and wide was uh I thought was very different from the previous games we'd had all season. And I think that's backed up with the EPB values of, of both the fullbacks to be fair in the first half was was some of the highest on the team. Nunes as well in that wider left row, I think you said at the, the preview bit, um I think probably suits him. He's the third highest uh, APB score for that first half period. So um, that was good. You know, I thought there was some good things to be seen about the the passing between that, which we hadn't seen for periods of time. You know, we'd seen very stark, not yeah. heavy lines, if you like, connections between our players. Was this game a little bit of a throwback in that, insofar as the um, the Trent to Mo connection? Yeah, and, very much and, so. And, 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 and the threat of the fullbacks in wider positions, yeah? Yeah, I would absolutely support that. I mean, you look at the the touch maps; they're they're more aligned with the Trent and Mo and Robbo and Nunes are very a lot more aligned shapes. If you get what I mean, um, even if you look at the dribbles that that our players do, I mapped that as well. I think the last game Mo had two. This one he's got eight, and he's got only two not in the final third which yeah. is a massive difference change from the previous game. So again, yeah. we, we're getting the ball to mow in the, in better areas. And I think that was evident in that first half I, for the whole game, to be fair. You know, I thought that was evident that that trend to mow was happening a lot more. Yeah. Um, sorry, did you see, because we've talked about the right side all gone down season, right? <laughs> with with Harvey and, and the Harvey role and what is it? Um, did you see anything um, right from our game plan from the very start in terms of trying to, you know, get Trent more involved and, Better make better use of Trent and Mo. Did you see anything in the game plan that was for trying to facilitate? No, that? not at all. I think I think the outcome is definitely leading leading us to believe okay. certain things. I, I looked into the numbers because I thought I thought exactly this after right. the game. I thought when I look in when I look at the numbers, it was going to highlight this exact uh, Trent against Salah connection. But in the tw- in um, twenty uh, twenty one games of the season, um, the Trent. T- to Salah has been one of the three highest connections of Trent and it's been top in 12 games. And and okay. I, I, I just didn't believe it, but it's just in different areas. Um, it felt like uh, if we could measure that pass, if we, I, I think the distance of that pass was greater. And so he was playing the ball earlier to Mo. That will yeah. be my feeling on yeah, yeah. maybe if we could on, measure on the XT. what the difference is, but in volume, not there at all. And maybe if we could measure the the XT of those passes as well. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Sorry, did you not think also there was more more of a one-two? I get what you mean about distance, but there was more of a into Trent and then not into Mo, and then Trent would actually go up and go past Mo and receive the, uh, the only ball. When, only when the, in transition <clears throat> phases, and we had a lot of transition moments in this yeah, game. Yeah, I just, just, just thought we hadn't been doing it all the way. I just thought we hadn't been doing it. Well, they, well, they haven't been doing it because we haven't been creating transitions. Yeah, fair, fair, <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Everton are absolutely wank, right? Yeah, and they did they exactly are. what we wanted them to. Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't and play to their strengths. Fitted, it fitted us nicely. We pressed a lot. I, I, uh, by by my eye, it seemed like we pressed. We pressed quite a lot. They didn't try to. Um, mitigate our to circumnavigate our pressing in any way and they just kept giving the ball away which allowed us transition moments and when this team is set up so that in the way that I talked about Ibu Ibu is magnificent one-on-one because he can chase his mistakes yeah 
systematically, we we don't still create good patterns, but in transition, we've got three lightning rods plus Robbo and Trent bombed on like lunatics when when we had transition. They weren't um, Trent wasn't doing it when we had possession, mm. but in in transition, he absolutely was. Can, can and that one, is new. He hasn't been this season. Can yeah. I ask one final question on this right, the right side? Okay. One thing I didn't pick up from the game um, was I didn't get that third player getting in the way so much. I didn't, I didn't think that Hendo um, necessarily got in the way of Mo and Trent. He was kind of more, I don't know, interior maybe. I know his pressing was you know, literally everywhere, right? And he was the one who went to the opposition. Think, but in possession, what did you think, uh, Bart? I, th- I thought, I, I know pass maps can be different, but it, even on the pass maps, yes, he's still wide. You know, we talked about how wide he plays the right side eight role, but he's the deeper of the three. Yeah. Which I think is, is like what you're saying. That's a fundamental difference that earlier in the season or whenever he has. He'd be the most it, advanced of the three. He'd be the most advanced or in the middle. Yeah. Or he'd be wider than Trent and Salah, and he's not. He's still yeah. wider than I would. I would personally like a right eight, but he is. So he was more. interior and deeper this game. Yes, he was in the in the half the right half space, whereas okay. Trent and, and Salah are in the wide zone. Yeah. Which is which is good. Or Salah's more. Good. Yeah. Anyway, it, yes, definitely, definitely. Okay. I thought it was a change. Okay, that's good. Right. Okay, so we basically the only chance we had in the first fifteen minutes of the game was the um was the Mo Salah free kick, direct free kick. But then um we do have the first big chance of the match, uh, which is the Cody Gakpo header. Um this was from um <sighs> if Nunes crossed that, he absolutely pinged it, didn't he, Phil? <laughs> Because he absolutely is it yeah. like the bicycle kick thing you're talking about, <laughs> like the half folly thing, or yeah. whatever he's trying. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Tish just lofted it to the back post, and and, yeah. and Nunes tried an overhead kick, and it it, it, it spazzed off. off his yeah. And yeah. then Gagpo tried; he broke to Gagpo like ten meters out with you know. And Mark, I think that's still, harsh, calling it a big chance. Yeah, but it was just going too fast, wasn't it? Because it was yeah. fun. He hit it as powerful as a shot, didn't he? The, the, the bicycle kick. Yeah, but it is a nice. I mean, it is harsh being a being a big chance, but he is literally. What is he? Six yards out with a free header. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've just. Yeah, it's about, ten, about ten meters out. But yeah. <clears throat> rolls reverse, yeah. Nunes or, probably or, Yeah. Or, or, because there's so much power pace on the ball, all, all he has to do is get the ball He's on, target, on target, and, yeah. Yeah, and it goes in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was ahead of him. I thought I, I didn't think he could reach it. I, like he, he, yeah. okay. he went for it, and he got the faintest of touches to it, which caused it to be registered as a big chance. I just didn't think it was oh, an okay. opportunity. To I've, just, I've, just, I've just, I've just checked the shot maps on on, on who scored, and they actually do give it two shots in the set for, <laughs> for Nunes and Gakpo. <laughs> Brilliant. You get, so, yeah, yeah, Nunes has got five shots or seven shots, depending on who you're looking at. <sighs> Who's got him as seven shots? Uh, I don't know. One of the, I don't remember which one at the time. It was because uh, because one didn't give the no, yeah, somebody didn't give the um, uh, bicycle kick as a shot, or there was a double shot near the uh, in the second half that went yeah, wide yeah. for a goal kick. Yeah, Do you yeah. know, understart haven't got it as a shot. Oh God! Oh dear! I've just got a COVID I, although, shot map. Can I just say, right? 
for for those who are nerdy like that and like the nerd chat, there was a before Statsbomb um, started getting really uh, famous and getting those clients, so they couldn't do a podcast anymore. There was a very nice episode in the early days where they had to talk around and they had the chat. What is a shot? And they all sat around, all the nerds sat around the table in Statsbomb HQ, and they they, they, they were trying to say, "What well, what's a shot?" And then he, and he said he would not believe how hard it is to define what a shot is. <laughs> there you go that's mad so yeah it's harsh to call that a big jump I think it's what we're saying Um, yeah but it's it is a chance oh well it's a chance of sorts isn't it yeah I'm just looking at yeah so yeah they've got everybody's got everybody now thankfully has got Nunes as five shots right let's do all the Nunes chat now right Um, (laughs) because um, I think it's I think it's good it's a good job that we won this game because how do you, how do we assess Darwin in this game? He he's he's a threat on the count on the counter attack when he's got the space to run into. He's so fast. Um, is, is this baby step site? You know, he is very exciting. Isn't he he yeah. is very yeah. exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm wavering now. I'm losing it. I'm losing. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm because the ball has to go in the net at some point. Yeah, that ain't looking like <laughs> he likely. still takes That's... bad shots. Yeah. He still only, takes bad shots all the time. I only got what point point three nine XG in this game. Uh six percent XA. He did have the joint top XT, whatever you want to think about that. But that's well, of course he did, because he created a big chance it, for Yeah, Mo. he created a big chance. I'm just he saying scored. but I'm just trying to give some positives to his performance, but he everything else is a bit Yeah. Your He's, track I thought was interesting for this game after this game Dove. Yeah, I, I don't know if you think I don't, I don't know stats support can ever support Darwin until he converts until he converts at any conventional level the number of shots he takes and then they might start singing like Nabby's used to because you have to watch this kid so many times he takes stupid shots and so many times yeah. he creates moments that that, that those, those decisions can happen from. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's all chaos it's still. Feels so chaos. exciting. It's chaos theory. It's chaos engine. Yeah. But at some point that has to be good. There is because there is a cost to the chaos. Yes, there is. But then, I tell you, the, the cost of the chaos caused the goal that we scored. Which one? First, first or second? Which was a brilliant, brilliant counterattack. The first goal. Yeah. Yeah. First goal, ab utterly brilliant counterattack. But the setup, so like the setup of our um what you talked about from uh, from set pieces from our corners. Yeah. So we always have Robbo as the screen. Um then there is one of the usually Matip is the um is the front zone, and then Bobby is the mid zone, and Virgil's there to prowl at the back with Fab behind. And uh, and this game, for some reason, they like Darwin more than Gakpo as a header. I'm um, okay. Um, yeah, so Darwin was mid zone from the Robbo corner. Was the screen. Yeah, Darwin was the mid zone from that corner, and he was already he'd already run off to the penalty spot before Tark- uh, before is it Tarkowski? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had headed the ball. He'd literally uh-huh. like he'd not just emptied his zone. He'd run for a counter attack before the Everton lad had even headed the ball at goal. And then Watch your other again. lad. It was absurd. The other tall lad misses the, the header. Ball, yeah. The ball, the, he headed the ball at the post. 
and and Darwin should have been the central defender, the yeah. one in the middle of the goal. And uh, thankfully, it rebounded a little bit, and someone had a shot, and it, and, and uh, Matip had come across across at that point to cover, and it bounced out to Mo to deal with, which is Brilliant. phenomenal. And then everybody was on on their you know on their bikes and broke. We had four breaking full length up to the opposite end of the pitch, fourteen seconds from shot from post to, sh- to goal. Unbelievable counter attack, but it came about from the in just bizarre he i can't fathom it if they it's had like, scored that header, it's it would have been just him though was it fury from the from the coaches but you know we spoke last week about we've got two tall lads who don't like heading the ball right yep so they've been put in defense so cody also was poor on that set play Mm. Well, Cody was at post. least Cody at least he was a blocker, and then he. And yeah, then... yeah. But I'm just saying he's he's still in a position he could have done better with the ball. Darwin I leaves know. it completely. I don't think I don't think he's even remotely comparable. No, no. I'm just one saying chose both... not to be involved in the defense yeah. despite having one of the key defensive positions, and the other one he got beaten, but he still tried really hard. Tried, yeah, but I'm just saying it proved the point we had last week where they're both. They're both yeah. not. They're in. They've been put in positions they're not great at, and they're both really tall. And uh, it doesn't help us because <laughs> you end up having to put small blokes in there, and that's just ridiculous, you know. So, um, but yeah, the, then the attacking play from that was a red arrows like game, wasn't it? You know, we used to break from corners. So this was the ultimate sliding doors moment, really. Wasn't yeah, it, it was um, because um, let's be honest, um, we've talked about four times, I think, this season that the opposition have scored from one of our corners. Yeah. And um, this is the first time we've done it. I can recall for a, I think the West Ham game wasn't it was the was the pinnacle one where with the break from the West Ham corner where we scored that goal in three three passes didn't three we passes. To, to Salah um, yeah yeah and even this goal Darth was helped out by Pickford doing whatever the hell he was doing yeah <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying Mo wouldn't have scored anyway but he left the goal completely open yeah to be fair he is bloody awful right yeah but in his defence. Darwin, I th- I'm not sure if Darwin picked out Cody or, or he just scuffed the cross a little bit. It had, oh, if mind. you watch it, as it bounced, like as has, has has loads of sideways spin. It it wasn't aimed at Mo, no. Nah. And nah. and Pickford just stupidly, I think he miss, I think he misread to how fast Mo was running and the spin of the ball because um, it should have um, gone to Cody. Yeah, and maybe Mo's ability to control the ball as well. Maybe. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think it should have gone like within Mo's reach. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Just that it span yeah. the way it's it spun away from goal towards Mo a little bit. But more. as soon as as soon as it broke it, his yeah, way, it was the finish finish. was instinctive, wasn't it? And it was yeah. He took the shot early. Deliber- I didn't. I, I was yeah. like, well, we shot. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that was but, fantastic. Yeah. But going back to your sliding doors moment, Darth. Right. Okay. The game before the opposition score from a tight angle off yeah. the post, off our defender, goes in. Yeah. This one comes off a post, misses our defender, drops on the penalty spot. Yeah. We managed to clear it somehow when the bloke, I think the goat's got an open, not an open goal, but a fairly good shooting position at that point. And then we go and score in, within uh, 14 seconds. That is a hell of a different, of a change. Yeah. Than what's been happening in the previous 18, whatever games. Well, especially since the World Cup. Yeah. Especially we, since we, the World we, Cup. Yeah. We, we, we're not, we're not, we're not 
by any stretch uh, uh, an, an unlucky team this season overall. Um, we've, we've been quite far as no, we've had two, we, two we, yeah. from the yeah, since exactly. World Cup, so. yeah, but since the World Cup, yeah, definitely. This was this was a a welcome moment of uh, fortune since fortune. the World Cup. But yeah. just to finish off the yeah, the so that, it, it felt like we it felt like stuff. It felt like we set out with a really positive attitude, not necessarily of we're going to win this, but but in in terms of we're going to do our jobs how we're supposed to with the most gusto we can find. And we have done that in a few games. And then something's gone against us and we start sulking or one or two of them don't don't run as hard as they could and it causes a gap and then they score and then it, it <clears throat> snowballs. And in yep. in at this moment, that was that sliding doors moment you're talking about. If yeah. they had scored, like we could have, we we hadn't won for four games. It could have been 14. And yeah. we did. And the mood, the entire mood in the ground completely changed all of those players. And it was a beautiful goal. And those things do count as well. And when when those players know how much we've, our system is derailed by the new lads, by fitting the new lads in, because they know we're better than anybody else. And the thing that Darwin is there for, goal scoring, but like attack on the break at that unbelievable blazing speed, it worked. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa. He does Anfield Index. He presents a Tad Predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL Roundtable, they're every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. That does something psychologically as well. And it, and it, and it Derby game. As well, yeah, it's a big game. Exactly, we, we have said before, haven't we? The previous before by City, we we were up for that. It, it's, but I thought Mo went up a level after that goal. Exactly what I was saying. That he felt, I thought the confidence he got from that goal, he elevated his game even more. I thought, I, I he did. I thought he started out quite well already. Yeah, yeah, but I think he went on. He started attacking players on. He, he little the little uh, snake hips he used to have. He was doing that a lot more and taking on the fullback, which was great to see. Uh, yeah. yeah, just but so he, just, did, he had before they scored. He had got he had got into the box. He'd beaten two men and got into the box mm, um, yeah. before they scored as well. Like, like he definitely looked better. Yeah, looked sharp. He was getting the ball earlier in broken yeah. play. Well, he got he, overall the whole game. He received uh, seventeen progressive passes. It's one of the highest he's had for since the World Cup. Exactly what you wanted. You wanted to receive that type of ball. Um, just to wrap up, Nunes, um, 27 shots in the Premier League since the World Cup without scoring and 3.x, 3.8 xG. So, 
I'm a fantasy football manager, Phil. I don't know about you, right? I like I like a bit of the old fantasy Same football. Here, yeah. And I keep I keep thinking, whoever times getting Darwin Nunes fantasy just as he's about to go on his hot streak. And triple captain. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, he's gonna win every single <laughs> fantasy league conference. But I, I'm just thinking, surely, 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 surely this is gonna that the floor is going to open, but I'm, I'm wavering now. But well, you, you're kind of here with me and Si, aren't you? You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not convinced. I told you that, haven't I? I said off mic and on mic. I'm, I'm, I'm yet to see it because he still makes even in this game. Yeah, he makes staff an opportunity. Like there's a second half cuts inside the player decides to try and bend it from just outside the box when there's two players. I'm like, it's it just there's decisions like that all the time, and I'm like. Come on, when's it going to click? And to be fair, he's attacking play this game. Whether or not we thought he meant to pick out Cody or not, yeah, that is still a better decision to cross the ball than it is to carry on driving and have a shot himself for that goal. Yeah, I mean, previous games, he had to try and take a shot on himself. This game, he made a decision to cross the ball. It might have not been the cross he meant to do, but it was a better decision. And that, and I... So there's a little step baby step there if you want one. But the other side of the game, I didn't see much baby step. Yeah. Right, that's enough Darwin Nunes. Right, let's talk about um, running and pressing. I'm sorry. Um, before we do that, before we do our very data, because there are some big stories, and let's talk about the running. I thought one of the themes watching it was, that the, first of all, we were obviously, and we did and it, the eye test first half and there was no drop off in the in, in, in obvious drop off in the in the running in the second half but the running stories it's not it's not as clear cut as that is it say the, the running numbers and the sprint numbers uh, no the um, the Everton beat, they, they covered more dis- they um, they ran 20 more sprints than we did as well well um I appreciate, like sometimes, it it turns out that the uh, you have a significantly uh, less possession. You end up running more. It happens sometimes. Um, in a in a, do- a low block, that doesn't happen. And there were a lot of transition in this game, and they had more lads transitioning than we did. That's typically what happens. What causes the higher numbers, one way or the other. But uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't. I fully expected us to have dominated the running numbers, and it just wasn't true. And and not only was it not true, it um, uh, forget this actual this match as uh, uh, as a unique entity. Just as just in in comparison to our season averages, um, we were up in distance from uh, one hundred seven to one hundred eleven k in this game, which is. Uh, Fairly typical. It's 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 at the low end of normal, but Everton had 115, um, and we had 143 sprints, 166. But our 143 uh, is only five more than our season average. Wow, wow, and that really surprised me. Yeah, it felt like we sprinted a lot. We've we've seen some periods this season where we've had some really good, intense periods of matches right I'm thinking of the City home game in the first half and the Ajax home game in the first half maybe a couple of other periods one and some other games but we've never been able to sustain it site and then we've looked completely gassed afterwards this time to me we didn't look completely gassed and as they're going to come on to in the press in 
there was no drop off either. So how how do we explain that? Adrenaline. <laughs> okay. Because uh, if you a couple of things, right? If you if you look if you think about Henderson and how much he run um, uh, that. Uh, he would have been on for 11.6k, which is a decent amount for a midfielder. Um, and his old average. At, yeah, you look at his good his good games this season. They have come about with significant time off. So his best game this season probably was the first game at the World Cup after a ton of time off, and then and then he he looked like an absolutely usable midfield piece in this game, and I think that's maybe two times this season that could be argued. Um, and I don't know how much that is a function of the, the wank fest Deitch put, put out or the intent. You can't deny the intensity that he ran with. Yeah. Um, and he also didn't, he, he didn't do stupid Lalana pressing. He was just intense with his pressing, but he still was well-timed um, and good angles. But, I, in my brain, there is no way from from the evidence of the last eighteen months that he can repeat this weekly. No, forget twice a week; he just can't repeat it weekly. I think he probably once every three weeks he can come in and do it. Jeez, what was his position? Well, you have to so? plan for a lesser version of this, and then you have to tell him which running he needs to do because he only has a certain amount. And and if he does the in this game, he he had the capacity to do the high press, but then also cover. That's what he loses. He still does the high pressing. This season, we've seen the high press, and then he's just left a big hole that they play through. And thankfully, they had no intention of playing through midfield, and he didn't need to get back. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. So, so we've got a lot. We've got we've gone from no games, one game every every seven point two days, is something ridiculous this year, into four games in uh, thirteen days. Okay, so let's let's build on that then with our data uh, parts. Um, Forty presses, Jordan Henderson in this match. Um, mm-hmm. But the most important thing for me is his his efficiency with ninety two point five percent efficiency. So we so thirty thirty seven successes and three fails. That that is a compl- that's a sea change in what we've seen and what Rhodes already collected for time after time this season, isn't it? Yeah, that's I. I it was weird because I was watching it and I, I thought he did have a good game pressing. Uh, the reasons why I think so, I don't really get what you were saying. I think there wasn't the need to go the other way. So, you, but yeah, to get 92.5 out of the captain when he's largely been abject all season, um, I thought it was really good. I think he also does, he's also, has he got a few groups? He got one group. No, is he going to groups? He got six group presses. Is that right? Yeah, it's not that bad. Right? Yeah. No, but, yeah, but he was, and that's, I just thought it was, it was, it was better from him, you know. It was in areas. The area that he, he pressed in looked more um, disciplined. Yeah, but saying that though, when you do the zone map, he's the, he's the first. He's still the biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah he he is, is, but, he's still he's still the one who goes beyond everybody else in terms of the pressing, chasing the. I think some of that is that's him, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and he also did that. You know, he did that mad press. Was it start of the second half? We went out in a bit of a long. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, took three on well, his own. Well, that's going to add. That's about yeah, four. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's four four presses there out, out of his normal. Yeah, but that's that, 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 okay. That's what we. That's just effort. That's not. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. It, so anyway, 
Yeah. So what I think we wanted to look at this because this is this is these are undeniably good stats numbers, right? Yeah. Even though there's no there's no end product, right? It's just pushing back, but it's still important because it still puts the opposition off the game, forces them to go back and sideways, forces them to turn the ball over, right? Yeah. But thirty-seven presses four uh, positive and three three fails gives you thirty-four net, right? Yeah. When if we take this is the, the, coincidentally they were the same pressure numbers he had against Barcelona in the in the famous four 0 in the semi final. Uh, he had yeah. thirty seven successful, three fails, net thirty four. The last four seasons since the start of twenty nineteen twenty, right? I put a box plot in um, yeah, the group that. earlier on. This is only the second time he's been above um, twenty nine, net twenty nine, and his average is down. 11 is about 11 or 11 and a half is me. Yeah. So this is not a normal pressing performance. This kind of thing used to be normal for Jordan Henderson in 2017, in 2018, yeah. but not in the last four years. And so what interests me is that what size would he touch on is why did he manage to get such a good pressing performance for this, for this match? And what is it just, is it just the rest or is there a, a tactical thing to it as well? The rest has clearly had an impact on it. Um, I think the tactics of the opposition helped him out as well. You know, he's not playing against a hugely technical midfield. Um, as you said, he's only pushing them back, though, right? It's not the the high value. He's only got one high value. Is that right? I can't remember. Was yeah. Long yeah. So it's it's that. So I think. I think but it's work rate right, though, and it's, it's one thing work, we've been missing this right. season, and, yeah. and he's given that to us in this game. And there is a general, it's a big game. It's Everton. It's at home. Yeah. It's it's under. You know, you, we've got a lead. It's that kind of all those things build into his psyche of doing that. And it it's a problem when you put the box on it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I think it backs up like what we've already covered is that. I don't think he can repeat that because the evidence is there in the box plot. He ain't going to be able to repeat this. He's well, more likely the, to put in an 11. And that's, the, yeah, that's the concern for, 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 for me with the team is that um, we're talking about 111k distance for the team uh, and, um, and, an, and an adequate pressing performance and adequate intensity uh, as, as being, as being something how good, but this is, Historically speaking, compared to Klopp performance, this is this is below average, probably. Yeah, but I was going to ask you that actually. If this is the, what I would say is this is this is the bare minimum we need to to, to carry the piano. I love the the the, the Bob the, the old Bill yeah. Shankly eight men to carry the piano, three men to play it. We haven't carried the piano all season, you know. <laughs> no, no, I, I thought also, and you might know this. I hope you probably haven't got it off the top of your head. Now, but I should have asked you earlier. But Bastic's performance as well. Right, mm. so he's got a ninety-four percent efficiency, thirty-one net, yeah, yeah. 40, 40 uh, possession adjusted for the minutes he played. That's in the left eight role. Yeah. Now I wonder whether that volume is higher than we've normally seen at a left eight role, and that helped massively as well. If you've got both mm. eights putting in a what's that uh, sixty-five net performance, yeah. Well, um, we probably haven't seen that from our two eights all season. Yeah, historically, it was it, it, it's the two eights and the and, and the false nine. He should yeah, be doing the front sure. work. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, so Cody's got fourteen net. So that would have been a nearly eighty total yeah. net. Right. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. You know, so you know, Thiago's get does get a lot of possession wins from in direct possession wins from his pressing, especially in, in our own half as well. But Bashitic did all that as well. I think that was the, that was the key thing is that you know for such a young player. To come in and and uh, you know to uh, we put it out from the from the account today about for 
for Bacetic's yeah. pricing dashboard because it's just outstanding. Um, it's just going to be the top numbers there you, to, to add to the ones you've done. Ten direct possession wins, which means di- not just forcing the ball to be turned over, but uh, like directly recovering it or yeah. it bobbles off to somebody you know who's very close to you to, to win that ball back. And of those ten direct ones, three led to shots and three led to counter-attack situations. Um, which is just phenomenal. Seven groups and, and yeah, and and ninety four percent efficiency. And if you look at the the, the zone map, the part the press zone maps, he's got a similar size zone to Henderson. Yeah, what he got out of that was far more. Yeah, yeah, man. The, the, the efficiency is uh, what two percent difference. But as you just said, he's got direct pr- pr- pressure. Where he's got ten high value wins versus three. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's and, a phenomenal thing. But even when, though, even though. when, even when we were our, at our best, um, Henderson was more like Bobby in that he, yeah. he would be the speed to get to somebody, and it would be like the nicking the ball off their toes rather than the tackling kind of, which is more Thiago and Fabinho and Milner style, sure. you know, winning sure. the ball. But yeah, um, but yeah, that from Bacic, it's ten direct possession wins, and the, the record is twelve. By the way, and that's all players ever. So to ten ten possession wins. Pabacetic is... Um, and he didn't um, play full game, did he? No, it's the most in any match, uh, most by any Liverpool player in any game this season. Yeah. So just, just phenomenal. Uh, Sai, um, thoughts on Stefan Bacetic, please? Uh, he's a sexy young man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my wife, my wife was, uh, was very excited by uh, how, how he was... Br- how well he was breaking up play. He was constant. I, I think in the first 15 before, before they, before we scored, yeah. I think there were four occasions where we had been beaten or passed around and then he just robbed the ball back. He just tackled the lad or he just got his foot in as they were dribbling past or, uh, yeah, he was, he was doing defensive, like one on one defensive stuff in the middle of the park and it was great without having to slide. And I, how is his intent to switch? Yeah, I, I think it's a huge. Um, yeah, I'm starting to be a believer. I can't deny it. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super-fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, Mac boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. <laughs> yeah, as an 18 year old kid. So, so how, but just, well- just to, so forget, forget if we, if we just for a second forget the 18 year old kid projection bit and say he played really, really well. 
Um, like the the eulogies are due to him being eighteen. His um, he had in this game he, he was uh, he had the most progressive meters per pass from any of our midfield. The most progressive meters per touch. He had the best possession cro- control. All of which is very true and very real, but it's still all massively less than Thiago's is yeah. on a, on a yeah, daily yeah. basis. So, like, let's get carried away. But the other two were much better. And Hendo still had a minus seven and a minus nine for Fab possession control. It was nice that they, that they, that they were in the team and doing nice things and they weren't the cause of our grief. But, um, Bashatic was the best of them by not being as bad as the other two. Um, and he's 18 and he looks exciting because he's 18 and he looks better than and, the other and, two. And he gets stuck in. And Mo said nice things. And, and I, and I, I did really enjoy his, his performance. Technically, he looks, he looks like a really, he looks, he looks like Busquets. Yeah. I was going to say he's got that, he's got the roll down socks, isn't he, with a small shin pad. Yeah. That makes me want to slap him on the face, but um, <laughs> as a kid, he's going to like, show up in sliders. They just piss me off. Um, but they, the, the two things that I love about him is that, um, he is, his head's constantly on a pivot and every time he receives the ball, like Tiago, I think it's a wonderful thing for him to have Tiago around that mm. when he received the ball, him and Tiago, nobody else, they are already fainting in the in the opposite direction of which way they're going to uh, which way they plan to take the ball and they do it so hard like it's really hard to break in the opposite direction and they do it brilliantly so they're like the the quick little feints one way or the other to to uh like relieve their first touch and give them give them 2 meters of space for them to spray past i love it and as i said earlier the um Bajatic is primarily defensive instincts. So if you're if you're adding that layer of technique and vision onto the innately defensive instincts, you've got a hell of a player. And he's a big tall lad, and at some point he's going to get stronger and faster too. So Sai, same question to you. We're getting very excited about 111k. We're getting very excited about not physically imploding and falling off a cliff in the second half. We're getting excited about having a reasonable level of intensity in pressing. Um, Where do you stand on this? And if we repeat this kind of basics for the rest of the season, what, where, where does it get us? If we can carry the piano in midfield, semi competently for the rest of the season, where does it get us? The two most important things. If Darwin isn't a very, very exciting black hole, and we see this version of Mo Salah, we could easily go on a, a two two point two points per game run for the two rest of the per, season. Yeah, which puts us top four. Yeah, oh God, the rest of the league's wank. <clears throat> that, that's, really that's, that's what I'm saying. Not you really good. They pretend together. it's good, and it's just not. There are two teams that have got two points per game. Yeah, but I think that's, that's what I'm saying. So he's, you're right. If we can just put a run on that, gives us two point two points per game for the rest of the season. Okay, we'll probably so, get top four. Okay, next question then: Can we repeat this basic level of competence in energy and intensity and physicality? Can we repeat it? Say, based on what uh, we've seen this season. 
I think it's probably unlikely that we're going to. But this, you have to have, if, you, if you're going to kind of hope, you have to in this team because they, because the, these bunch of lads have done some amazing stuff before. But we've just come off, uh, what, six games in 43 days. And now, and now we're, we're, we've just begun. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games in the next. 34 games uh, 34 days yeah like we're we're in a proper run and we're going to need to use the lads returning from injury right now and hopefully we they don't get overloaded before they're ready right but it's possible because those lads coming back from injury are really really good footballers is it possible say that in january with all this extended period of breaks that we've actually done some work to improve the condition of the squad in terms of the, nah. the base levels of fitness no okay Nah, it, like, nah. Could we, could, I, I, mean, I don't again, think it could, was base levels of fitness were the problem. Okay. So we could easily see against Newcastle 112, 113k, some good intense pressing again. No obvious. I mean, we had 116 this season. I don't I don't think it's base level of fitness has ever caused the problem. I think it's stupidity and bad form. Okay, and motivation. Yeah. Okay. If just only in that, I think this is the perfect game to explain that. That sliding doors moment totally changes motivation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, you're right. I think you're right. I think we get we get 105k in this game if if that that goal goes in. <laughs> oh no! I'd probably get beat. No. Oh no! Right. <laughs> and that's just being human. That's got nothing yeah, to do yeah. with like. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the like same thing. Getting with, your brain's beating in it. It's, yeah. it's the same thing. It's catastrophe theory. It's like, oh god, here it goes again. Right, right. Enough, enough of this. Right, we're gonna have to. Right, <laughs> let's, let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about the second goal, right? But let's talk about the pressing, <laughs> triple group pressing to a goal. People, there you go. That's what you want to see. Magic, Robertson, and Fabinho. I think. Yeah, I think it was. That on, you're on right. Wobie. It's been a long time since we've got a pack around people, people uh, of our players, around one of their players, and and nick the ball. And then it was just Andy Robbo. Andy Robbo, he was on one. He plays a a quick one two with Hendo, drives through the middle, yeah, plays it out to Mo, slightly behind him, but we'll let him off. Yeah, and then it it just Trent comes across and puts a ball across, and Capo finishes. I thought it was. You know, we've Connor Cody. Long... Connor Cody. Connor... <laughs> Sorry, Cody's goal. But you know, you th- you, we've t- we've spoken so many times about we haven't seen a Liverpool goal for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> and in this game, I thought we saw two classic Liverpool counter attack goals. Yeah. From a quick quick possession win. From one bang, from their corner. Yeah, one from their corner. Is that the other one from pressing? The other one from pressing. Yeah. Bang, and we play it through. And we switch it. All right, we we carry it to go out the other side rather than a quick switch ball. If we've seen Trent play or whatever, but it's the same sort of principle. Bang, we're out. We're right in. We're right in them. Uh, one big one in a lot of instances in in quite a chance. So yeah, it, it, it that was also pleasing for me to see a score. I would consider some classic clock goals. Yeah, for sure. So um, any any thoughts on the second goal? Uh, it was exciting. If if I was an Everton, if I was if that was one of my players, uh, and I was in the dugout, I would have been yelling at how insanely stupid the idiot was for turning into three players um, and not just <laughs> taking an easy pass. I'm going to say something about Connor Cody then. 
I do. No, that's just bad luck. And then, and then it's just another bit of fortune went away. So I yeah. love the, the balls on our fullbacks getting forward at the same time. And, yeah. not, and Robbo made a good decision and, um, and Mo played in Trent beautifully, but then Trent played it back to Robbo and it deflected to Cody, um, which I'm very, very happy about, but that's exactly what happened. And Robbo was already beyond the front post and he was not going to score. Nah. Well, we've seen this from this game. I think encapsulates this game. It looked great. The outcome was was wonderful. It felt Mm. amazing. If you let's let's start looking under the hood in 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 three weeks if we get. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Final final thoughts. uh, Discussion point. Uh, Cody Gakpo. um, His best game for us. Fair to say. Yeah. Bots. Um, yeah, probably. Um, you watched it dispassionately after the rest of it. Um, lots of you know he scored. I obviously, thought, gets I the thought, monkey off his back. Yeah, I thought off the ball. Uh, we've already pointed out. I thought he was that's, that's some good numbers there. What eighty five percent efficiency? Yeah, so yeah. Um, some good high value wins. So yeah, I thought he gave us that. He did the usual kind of. Uh, impersonation of whatever version of Bobby we're trying to do at the moment. Um, and on the ball, I thought there was better moments where he was neat, tidy. He tried to carry it uh, and he got the monkey off the bat with the goal. Um, so, as I said, slightly fortunately, but he was still there and made a good run. I thought actually for both goals, he was making a good run. Yeah, we, um, we did that for the first time. We actually saw, I think we saw his top speed, didn't we, as well? Yeah. Uh, and so, yes, I th- probably, uh, probably, I mean, it, Probably not hard, you could argue, but it was probably his best performance for us. Yeah. So I thought some Cody Gakpo. I like him. I see, I see, I see very much a functional version of Bobby. Um, like he literally could do the thing that Bobby is famous for doing without the occasional fantasy we would come up with. So Bobby Light, maybe. Just a different version. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Tall. <laughs> put, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's no, not exactly I, I, the flex, it's the it? opposite. I think. Bobby was unique in that he could technically he do all of the passes, the control, and would put in that yeah. shift. And I think that that's like it's really weird. I, do, do you remember when we first signed him? I, I told you that um, Dutch coach, um, me, that the see him in field. They see him that that Klopp would turn him into an eight. Um, and, and like this is very, very functionally similar. I think mm. he can do this. I think he can he can make our team better by doing it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about his um his passing and his build up and his creativity? Do you think there's more to come there? It's got uh, to I think the system is still shit. So there weren't <laughs> an awful lot of options for him. I think he could maybe there was one pass with a better angle that he could have done. Yeah. Um yeah, I, d- I don't think we're getting people in the right spaces at the right times, creating the right patterns around him yet. Bobby could do this blindfolded, but he couldn't do this blindfolded in this team right now, let me tell you that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's very um, first summary. Very you first talk summary. about top speed. His top, his top speed was 33.6 in this game. His top speed at the World Cup was 34.1. Yeah. He's not yeah. slow. Yeah, his top speed. Uh, that's, you, that's rapid. You said his top, top speed in his career is 34.4, yeah. As well, four point four. Yeah, there you go. What was Darwin's? What did what did Darwin get in this game by his top speed? Uh, thirty-three one. Mo got thirty-three six. The fastest. Thirty-three one. Is that all? You think with that break, you know, because he got the, the carry. Mo, Mo outran him in that break. 
Well, you because he because Mo sorry Nunes got thirty six point seven against Fulham, right? Um, yeah. and the one that was the top speed until Mudrick. He didn't have the ball at his feet, right? Sorry, Is that the difference? The feet, yeah, right. Okay, okay. So if Mo had been breaking and Darwin had been going through the middle, potentially, yeah. Okay, right, that's what you said. Mo, the Darwin would have been offside, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we laugh, but that's true, right? Oh, it's going to be true. And on that bombshell. No, I, I wasn't even being facetious. I was just pointing out the difference in their speed. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about for the last uh, half an hour of the match? No. We, we didn't take any chances or didn't make any stupid mistakes, and I like it. The downside for me is that Klopp was falling over himself to, to strategically rotate people like last week and then for the previous six weeks when we didn't have any game time, one game a week. And in this one, he waits too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was 70 minutes first half and 80 yeah. in this game, yeah. Like when we're we're beginning this heavy rotation, it has to be heavy rotation. Share the goddamn minutes out, dude. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say, Mo Salah four shots in the last thirty minutes. <laughs> two, yeah. two of them blocked, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, four, yeah. Four, four, four in the last thirty. Yeah, um, and which then, is more than the previous three games. Can yeah. can I just point out this is Mo's first big chance in twenty twenty three? Wow. Jesus. That's, that's so shit for us as a team. Right, um, but the press in the Papa chart, we did get our hottest period of the match in the period um, between 60 and 75 minutes, which is which is a really good thing to see. Nice. Yeah. And in total, uh, three presses leading to shots in this match. Uh, 0.96 XG, which was quite nice. Quite a nice number. But yes, um, see the Under Pressure Discord chat for full uh, pressing analysis and images. But um, any other business chaps? Nope. nope. In which it's case, we, we will be back after Newcastle and Real Madrid some point next week. Until then, up the fucking Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.